Hey everybody, welcome to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. We're your hosts, Dean and George, mm-hmm. and I uh, hope everybody's having a wonderful 4th of July weekend and your barbecues and all that bullshit. Um, we are actually... I enjoy a good barbecue. I do too. Uh, we're actually recording this on July 4th. I have a uh, barbecue tomorrow on July 5th, so... But when you listen to it, it'll be at the very minimum Sunday, July 5th, so... Yeah. Because uh, we're just gonna up, just, just think, recording it today. Just think of us uh, as a coming to you from the past. Yeah. Even um, though this is not a uh, time travel movie we're doing this week. No, it's not. Far from. Um, but today's episode uh, is our movie review of Aquaman. But before we get into that, um, talk a cu- cu- couple quick things. Uh, some rumors going around that Ben Affleck is going to be brought back to play Batman. Uh, so I, that he apparently signed a deal with HBO Max and mm, with them. Mm-hmm. Well, not with HBO Max, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But nothing yeah. concrete has come out yet. So it, it's nothing's come from a reputable source. Yeah. So it's, uh, I would say, take it with a massive grain of salt. And if it gets revealed at Fandom that Affleck is coming back, you can feign surprise. Yes. But um, I'd be happy with that. I mean, that's just kind of the one thing about the internet that's a bit of a downfall is that stuff gets leaked out all the time. Yeah. So when the actual announcement comes, it's it's hard to get really excited mm-hmm. for. Like when the Keen thing came out, we had no idea this was even going to happen. No. So like there was genuine excitement there, but like now that it's leaked out, Affleck, it's like so if they announce mm-hmm. their fandom, we'd be like, oh awesome, now it's legit. Yeah. So you won't yeah. have that initial like shock and awe of him uh, coming out. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, but. Looking forward to that. That's true. Like to see because uh, from what I'm hearing, um, their plan for Affleck is to do his standalone mil- film against Deathstroke, just a standalone film. So I'd be alright with that. Yeah, as well. Plus, we able to see more of Joe Mangiello as a uh, Deathstroke. Yeah, and and the plan for Keaton, from what I keep hearing, is to eventually go do uh, to do a Batman Beyond. All right. So I'd be I'd be thrilled with that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, as am I. So I'm looking forward it's to a- that, and we'll uh, yeah. keep everybody updated with. Uh, more news that we we find too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, next bit of discussion. Uh, episode four of Doom Patrol was on this past Thursday. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously we briefly talked about episodes one, one through three last mm-hmm. week. Because uh, they dropped the first three se- episodes of uh, season two. Uh, George, episode mm-hmm. four thoughts? Uh, I thought it was another great episode. Yeah, we got we got to dig a little deeper into uh, into Dorothy into mm-hmm. into Niall's daughter, mm-hmm. learning that. She um, also does not age. Yeah, you know she's a hundred and you know she's she's a hundred and three quarters year old, so she's also um, older as well. So we actually learn it's like, hey, she's not a young girl. Yeah. she is much older. Yeah, and that you know she wasn't as so much as being protected on Danny on Danny the Street, but as more or less essentially being like an like an unwitting prisoner yeah. of Danny. And like and even Danny's like, I I I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, he tells her. You know, he tells her. See, I, I wish I could say I was just your friend. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> the sex men. Hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! Hilarious. Great, great. You see, like seeing these characters kind of makes it, it makes me want to go back and just read their mm-hmm. and, and read their comics, mm-hmm. which you can on DC Universe. Yeah. So I think I might I watch on HBO. Yeah. I think I might. Um, I think I might get into that. Probably, like, actually, it'll probably be easier just to, to read them on my phone. Yeah, probably. For on the app. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely. Go- I think I'm definitely going to go back and watch uh, those. I love everything with Flex Mantello. He's hilarious. You love, yeah. You're, you're a big Flex Mantello. He's fan. great. He's great. Um, loved me some. Uh, what was it Scarlet, Scarlet Harlot? Harlot Diane yeah. Guerrero. 
Man, that was oof. Man, man, man. There was actually, I saw a couple pictures that they put up where she was supposed to have a part where she was singing uh, the song Fever. Mm. And I guess for some reason it did make it to the episode. Oh, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll be an extended uh, something later on. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, oof, I would have melted right there. Mm-hmm. It's, but, um, but it's, I mean, it's, it's another great episode. We also... This, this show hasn't had, this has not had a bad show. No. There's been no bad episodes of Doom Patrol. I mean, it's a shame it's on, on, on DC Universe and HBO Max because, I mean, well, not because I'm sure if it was on TV, it'd be edited to shit. And, yeah. But it's a really good, ep- it's, it's a really great show. Yeah. And I want more people to get involved in watching it. Yeah, I Because uh, I, I think even to the casual comic book fan, it's it's still a very entertaining show. You don't mm-hmm. you don't have to know who these characters are to get invested. Not at all. They're just, just they're just great. Plus, yeah. Bre- Brendan Fraser saying fuck every five minutes. That's right. That's right. He was on ecstasy in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. You want drugs? Chief's got drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great episode. Check it out. Yeah. Um, without further ado, if you, unless you have anything, uh, you know I thought I did, but I can't remember what it was I was going to say. All so right. I have nothing. Aquaman. Aquaman. The Aqua released December twenty first, two thousand eighteen, on a budget of uh, it was generalized one hundred sixty to two hundred million. Box office was one point one four eight billion dollars. Was the first DCEU movie to hit uh, mm-hmm. hit over a billion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by James Wan, great James Wan. Produced by Peter Safran. Screenplay by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick and Will Beale. Music by Rupert Gregson Williams, starring Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. Amber Heard, Willem Dafoe, Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren, Yaya Abdul Mateen II, and Nicole Kidman. Oh, and um, I can't believe I forgot to write his name down. Um, Tamora Morrison. Tamora Morrison. How could I forget that? A little, a little breaker for you. Uh, Rupert Gregson Williams, do you know what other score he directed that you, that you greatly enjoy? Tron, too. Uh no, but he might he might have done that, but, but but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Who is it? Wonder Woman. Oh, he did. He did that Wonder Woman. Uh, okay. that Wonder Woman score. Okay. Yeah, great. I love it. Um, so we both saw this when it came out in theater. We went yes. together. Well, remember I saw it before you. Yes, you did, because you had that. I you got, had the pre-screen. I got I got that pre-screen ticket that I saw, yeah. and I could only get one. So, I mean, I know when I saw. Well, I obviously saw it again with you. Yeah. I mean, when you saw it, you immediately text me. You're like, dude, this might be the best DCU movie. Yeah. I, mean, I was blown away. Yeah. It's, and then when I saw, it, I was, I was, I was completely taken aback. I mean, I was, I'm like, this is a, it's a visually stunning movie, considering that it's mostly CGI. Yeah. But you can't. But it's good CGI. It's not. I I, I always tend to throw this one under the bus when it comes to bad CGI. It's Thor Ragnarok, like when they're in Norway or yeah, whatever. Like that awful. was clearly, even even at the end of Thor: The Dark World, when he's talking to mm-hmm. Odin at the end, you can tell that's that's just bad CGI. Mm-hmm. So you can tell like it's it was really well done. It's, it's a, a visually stunning movie. Um, but so uh, we'll get right. You're you're doing it again. You're just gonna write things in your notebook about to occupy your time. Mm-hmm. What am I now? Oh yeah, okay. of course. Uh, <laughs> easy. Uh, <laughs> in 1985, Maine lighthouse keeper Thomas Curry rescues Atlanta, queen of the underwater kingdom of Atlantis. They fall in love and have a son named Arthur, who has the power to communicate with sea creatures, as opposed to just talking to fish. Uh, when Atlantean soldiers are sent to retrieve Atlanta, who 
fled her arranged marriage in Atlantis, she abandons her family and returns to Atlantis, entrusting her advisor, Volko, to train Arthur. Becoming a skilled warrior, Arthur rejects Atlantis upon learning that Atlanta was executed for loving a human and having a half-breed son. The casting of Tamora Morrison as Thomas Curry was perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's not like super well-known. He's, like, he's a legend. But he's in, a legend. In, in New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, I know... Uh, in Hawaii. He's a legend. Yeah. I know Jason Moe was ecstatic to have him play his father. Yeah. I mean, you know, he grew... No, he... You know, yeah. Say he's, a, he's, a, he's a legend. Yeah, I mean, he, he grew up idolizing him. Yeah. You, know, you don't see too many uh, island actors. Yeah. He was good. I think the, I thought the chemistry with him and Nicole Kidman was a little off. But, yeah. it, I mean, it worked for what it was. It wasn't, you know, when she left, I was like, eh, he's not going to pine for her. Yeah. But he does mean he goes out to the end of the dock every every day in the hopes that she'll return. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the CGI I, they used to de-age him. Yeah. It worked though. I don't think they used any on her. No, because she hasn't aged. Oh, well, Shell's not American. True. Yeah. Hot. Oh, that's uh, I don't know. Have we told everybody about our theory? Uh, about how we, we think uh, people who are non American age better than Americans? We may have said that at one point, but that's what the theory is. Yeah. It's not like we're just against Americans, but if you take someone who's older, who is from another country, like Canada or England or Spain, mm. they tend to age a lot more gracefully than Americans. Like, if you look at an American at 75, I should have rephrased it. If you look at an American, a white American who's 75, because we all know black does not crack. Yeah, look at Richard Roundtree and, and, and Sam, Sam Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, they're, they're in their 70s, but you they wouldn't fucking know phenomenal. it. phenomenal. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, um... Check Glass Nice looks phenomenal. Glass Nice? Oh, yeah, she yeah. was. Is Tia Turner American? Yeah. She's yeah. from, like, Missouri. Is she? Yeah. Well, she's, well, she's another one. I mean, all those singers from the seventies. I mean, they all look they, they, yeah. they all look amazing. They can yeah. still go. Even the Dion- only the only American that I know, white male American that I know, that looks phenomenal in his seventies is fucking Sammy Hagar. Oh yeah, that dude has done nothing but party his entire life. It's all the tequila. It just keep, <laughs> it's, it's just fermenting him. It, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he looks even when we even when we saw him. What he was he was seventy when we saw him, or was he or was, was the sixty ninth birthday? No, I think that was the seventieth. I think. I think he's 72 now. 72. He doesn't sound like a man who's in his 70s. No. He still just belts it out and, yeah. you know, top of his lungs. Yeah. But, uh, top I'd, of the world. <laughs> I digress. In present day, several months after Steppenwolf's invasion in Justice League, Arthur confront, confronts pirates hacking a Russian-class submarine. Their leader, Jesse Kane, is killed in a failed attempt to kill Arthur, and his son, David, vows revenge. Orm, king of Atlantis and Arthur's half-brother, attempts to convince Kane Nereus of Zebel to help unite Atlantis and attack the surface world for polluting the oceans. Nearest notes that if Orm unites all four kingdoms, he will receive the title of Ocean Master, commander of the most powerful force on the planet. A Russian submarine attacks and is destroyed by Orm, convincing Nereus to join forces to defend the oceans. So that opening scene with the... Well, not opening scene. After he's older and set in present day. uh, Everything on the sub. Which was great in itself. When he... When he broke through the uh, the top of the sub and jumped down, and he just looks at the camera, permission to come aboard. I immediately did just that. Yeah. I came aboard, <laughs> on aboard. Hey, oh yeah, I brought one with me just so I could. Oh, I mean, that's a that's a great fight scene for someone like James Wan, who typically just does horror, horror stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's you no know, now he's made the jump from horror into action, but not just action, but like big Comp- budget superhero action. Yeah. Like that's not you know doing. Uh, like the Expendables or like Demolition Man. Like mm. you're in something with big budget effects. 
that now has to follow a pattern of a comic book mm-hmm. or n- not a pattern but you know what I mean has mm-hmm. to follow like, the rules of a comic book um, the pre I, I guess the pre-introduction or introduction of Black Manta before he's Black Manta yeah I enjoyed it now, I did too the nice little thing is there that um, Lugasa Jr. Lugasa Jr. is much older that wasn't Lugasa no yeah, I don't know who played Jesse oh. Kane uh, I'm sure I'll f- f- find out later as I, as I go through but he I, I actually it was for some reason. I actually thought it was. Oh yeah, no, Lou Gossett Jr. is a lot older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, when, when I saw it, I actually thought it was uh, Joe Morton, but he plays he, he plays Silas Stone. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So when I first saw him, I thought it was him. I was like, oh, here's fucking Joe Morton again, again. <laughs> or, or the release Jaiman Hansu, who is in this movie, but that's not him. Yeah, <laughs> Jaiman Hansu is on a is on a mission to be in every comic book movie. That's ever made. I hope so. And he's making his way. He's doing pretty good. Do uh, you have any thoughts on that submarine scene? I think it's great. I think it's great. It's a great introduction to the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, reintroduction to the character because yeah. you obviously saw him from uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's it's a good good little introduction. Mm-hmm. You can see him use his power yeah. a little bit, pushing the sub up, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So for, like, for the and for, and for those who weren't um, who aren't knowledgeable of this character from the comic book, it also shows that. That he's that his skin is bulletproof. He can only be harmed by Atlantean, yeah, uh, Atlantean, Atlantean steel. Uh, yeah. So you got to learn that a little bit. It's like, oh well, how is he? You know, how is he bulletproof? How does he have super strength? It's like, well, he's 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 royal blood essentially. Yeah. Like, it's, everyone just assumes all he can do is talk to fish and yeah. uh, you know ride a seahorse. Yeah. It's much more than that. Mm-hmm. And then so, Nereus' daughter Mera, betrothed betrothed to Orm refuses to aid them and journeys to the surface to ask, to ask Arthur for help. He declines, but Mary earns his trust by saving Thomas from a submarine summoned by Orm. Arthur reluctantly accompanies Mary to a rendezvous with Volko, who urges Arthur to find the Trident of, of Atlan, a magic artifact of Atlantis's first ruler, to reclaim his rightful place as king. They're ambushed by Orm's man, and Arthur is captured. Uh, when Mary first shows up on Earth, well, not on Earth, on land... Mm. Uh, oof. Mm-hmm. Just a wet... Mm-hmm. That red hair... Amber wet hood. Amber Hood pre-shitting in Johnny Guy's bed. Yeah, pre-shitting. Well, could, could be post-shitting. We don't know how long she's been shitting in that bed. Yeah, that's true. I want to go back real quick, so I want to talk about uh, that bar scene. Okay. Where, where, where him and Thomas go to the bar, and the beggars show up, and, yeah, they, and they seem like they're going to start something, and he just pulls up this Hello Kitty phone. Yeah. Oh, uh, can I get a selfie? Mm-hmm. And then I just love the the progression of how it's just like, I don't want to do this, to so all of a sudden they're all drunk and having a good time. Yeah. I feel like that's how every bar interaction with Jason Momoa is. I feel like it is, I too. feel like, you know, since it's like, hey, can I get a picture? He's like, ah, I'm not really into it, but it's like, ah, come on. Then he gets into it, and then he's just, you know, he's just yeah. one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, we both met him. Yes, we did. To the, uh, to the people listening. Yes, what a man! The picture's right there on the wall. Yeah, pictures on my right, wall in my right house. There. Too. I like how. Do uh, I have my long hair looking like Jason Momoa? Yeah, I like how uh, we we both are on either sides of him, mm-hmm. while my girlfriend and my sister and my girlfriend's daughter are in front of him. So mm-hmm. we are physically touching Jason Momoa. Yeah, and the girls are not. Yeah. <laughs> and he he towers over us. Oh yeah, and you're six one, right? I'm six one. Yeah, and I'm he's, six foot. So he's a good. He's got to be six four, six five. He's got to be. He, he he's a, he's got a good three inches on me. Yeah, which is good because he can uh, more than a few inches on me if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We, I, uh, I definitely want to meet him again though, because I want to have oh, him yeah. sign a picture of uh, sign a, uh, an Aquaman poster. I want yeah. to the most Dude, of the cast. So in the picture that we have with him, he's wearing a flyer shirt. Yeah. Because it was at the Philadelphia uh, Comic Con. Where's the world? Or, yeah. Where's the world Comic Con? Uh, do you think he's actually a Flyers fan? I think he was just doing that just to. I think he's just doing it. I would like to think he's a Flyers fan, but I don't think he is. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. Uh, you never know. But I remember. Remember when we were walking by and he came out of like that little like green room area and he was like, like, Yo. the bathroom, <laughs> and he like he like flew like flung yeah. the curtain open and it was just like this this musk this yeah. giant man just walked out and we were both just like. Oh, it was. I think it was Jason Momoa. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, it's Jason Momoa. He was like, hey guys. Yeah. he said that to us. I thought you said. No, I, I thought you said, what's up? Not yeah. my. Chris said. I said something to him, yeah. but he said, hey, you know, he then he said, hey to us. Yeah. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was taken aback. By, I don't get taken aback by many celebrities. Yeah. But he's. I mean, he's just like large life, but he seems like one of the guys. Yeah. Just a, just a, just a great guy. Um, also, great effects with Mara's power of the yeah. of, of the hydrokinesis. I yeah. looked it up so I can sound smart. That's what it's called. But that's that's what it is. I mean, when her eyes were glowing blue, mm-hmm. that was that was just more, just more great effects, mm-hmm. which is something you wouldn't expect from <coughs> you know, a guy who's mainly known for horror. Yeah. However, knowing what we knew of this, and then him going into swamp thing, we were ever, we were extra excited for swamp oh, thing. God. I miss that show. So God, much. bring it back. Say, hashtag save. Put it swamp on thing. fucking HBO Max, man. Please. It would, um, oh my uh, god. The people work so hard on that show. And it's yeah. And it. it you you hear us rave about Doom Patrol, and I've only seen two episodes of Titans, but I like it. But George has raved about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm telling you right now, the uh, first season of Swamp Thing is the best comic book TV show, not named Daredevil. I think it's even better than Daredevil. I don't know, Daredevil's good though. I mean, if I'll, we I'll, I'll say it's equal. If we could have got a second season of Swamp Thing, oh yeah, which I'm I'm still holding out hope for. Yeah, so I'm. I mean, if they were to bring back, the, if, if they were able to, to to give us a Snyder cut, they can give us a season two of Swamp Thing. Yeah, maybe that's something that they'll announce at Fan at Fandom. Please, please, but I'm already hearing the rumors but, what we're getting. I'm already fucking. But I don't I, I don't want to tease. I don't know if I can right. handle that. Our, somebody posted last night. That might mean to go off topic. Somebody posted in the uh, DC uh, a DC McFarlane uh, McFarlane DC Universe multiverse figure page I'm part of and they put up a picture of um, uh, Swamp Thing it's like all his different forms and they were like anybody want these and I was like please no my bank can't, can't handle this because I would just <laughs> buy them all because I love Swamp Thing it's one of my favorites describe me I didn't know too much about Swamp I mean I, I knew enough about Swamp Thing yeah. but, but seeing the show I was just I was yeah, it went back. yeah uh, I mean I've always known a decent amount of Swamp Thing I, I'm not going to sit here and go I was a massive fan but I've always liked yeah. Swamp Thing you know? but the show just made me go back and, and really relearn a lot used, about the show I used, used to watch a, that original show on USA in the 90s yes that I remember was, that my mom liked that show yeah so I, 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 I remember yeah. it from that chat with your turn yeah I'm, I'm, we, I'm getting back to it we digress <laughs> Arthur is chained and presented to Orm who blames him and the surface for Atlanta's death he offers Arthur an opportunity to leave forever, but Arthur challenges him to a duel in a ring of underwater lava. Orm gains the upper hand and nearly kills Arthur before Mera rescues him. Arthur and Mera journey to the fallen kingdom of the deserters, hidden under the Sahara Desert, where the trident was forged and unlocks a holographic message that leads them to Sicily, Italy, where they retrieve the trident's coordinates. Another great, I mean, another great scene. The, yeah, I love the ring the, of fire. The, 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 the ring of fire fight between him and Orm. That's amazing. Patrick Wilson was perfectly He's cast. Awesome. I can't. I, he doesn't get enough credit for being a great actor. That's no, he I mean, really doesn't. I mean, and people, in, his forgotten role was Owlman. Yeah, I, I mean, Night Owl. N- Night Owl. You oh know. God, if only Owlman would make an appearance. Oh my God. 
Who, uh, who'd you <laughs> cast? Oh, as Owlman? We, we got to have Patrick Wilson. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You have to have someone who is uh, essentially just like Batman. Yeah. So, depending who your Batman is, your out your Owlman would have to be somebody similar in stature. Yeah, it's true. So let's just say, for argument's sake, but if, if Ben Affleck's your Batman, your Owlman would have to be close to Ben Affleck. I would actually go with Josh Brolin. Oh man. Or even no, actually no, no, John Hamm. Oh, dude, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he get the part, Mister Happy thinks so. Oh, Mister Happy thinks so. <laughs> oh, the space time continuum. Oh, the space time continuum. Uh, side note: Go on YouTube and look up Saturday Saturday Night Live Back to the Future auditions. James or uh, not James? John Ham doing Robin Williams is fucking a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Say, it's uh, amazing. <laughs> Say price where all the holes at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he yeah, he's oh my more, god, dude. he's a great impression. Also, check out the Vincent Price uh, the skit where he plays James Mason. No, just look at all the Vincent Price skits because they're all great. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the, How um, about you, Liberace? Would you like some? Oh, not for me, thanks. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Haunting Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> We're right off topic on this. It's like one thing is leading to another. Yeah, it's a bit old but, fashioned. Ain't it? <laughs> the spaceman costume was too old fashioned. No, I have two old fashions and I'm drunk. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> great, amazing. Uh, but yeah, but, but but Patrick Wilson does not get enough. Doesn't get enough praise. I actually, not and, and, I mean, and he's a James Wan. Um, yeah, because he's great in the uh, Conjuring. The, the Conjuring, as Ed Warren. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, so he's a, the. I don't want to say uh, he's a James Wan regular. Yeah. That's what I want to say. I don't yeah. want to say a disciple of James Wan. That's mm. that's the wrong word. So I'm, all right. <laughs> uh, so another thing that I've seen that a lot of people always give shit on, and we always, and, and, and we take nothing for it because we know it's in a comic, is the octopus playing drums. Yeah. Like, oh, why is Octopus playing drums? It's like, because that character exists in the comics. Yeah. Like, that's that's a thing. Like, you'll you'll bash that, but you'll laugh at the ant playing drum hero and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Like, either either take one or don't, or either take them both or don't take any at all. Yeah. Don't say one sucks and then praise the other one. It's yeah. the exact same thing, mm-hmm. except the giant ant playing drums never happened comic book. Not that I at least, uh, at least I remember. I didn't read any Ant-Man comic books because yeah. I didn't care about Ant-Man. Yeah, I didn't care either. I, I still don't really I enjoy about. the movies, though. They're fun. Uh, yeah. The, They're fun. I like how um, we got to learn about the different ants? kingdoms. Oh. Yeah, ants. Yeah, that's a different movie. We're going to do ants also, where Sylvester Sloan was the voice of the big, of the, of the big worker ant. Hey, we we steal a pie off a picnic. <laughs> Why? So him and Lundgren can have an unnecessary fight underwater? Yes. All right, fair. Fair enough. <laughs> well, well, no, because he... Yeah, yeah, right. I'll be with it. Um, but I like how we learned about the different kingdoms mm-hmm. of Atlantis. Yeah, I like that too. Because it, it wasn't just... you know. So, I mean, I know... I wasn't the... I didn't know much from Aquaman from the comics going into it. Because I didn't read any Aquaman comics. That's because you, but, you suck. Yeah, I know. Well, it's also growing well, I, up. Aqu- also growing up, I didn't have many DC comics as well. Aquaman is a character that I got into. Um, uh, I'd say maybe about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Probably who will be two hundred twenty. Yeah. 
Yeah, when did Rebirth? When did uh, New Fifty Two happen? Two thousand twelve. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah, almost ten years ago. Jeff Johns really got me into him with that with his initial run. Because like I always say, the New Fifty Two, the beginning of the New Fifty Two is very good. Um. So and then I kind of went back, but I'd I'd already see it. I'd already know it's pre post crisis Aquaman is fantastic work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that pre crisis Aquaman that everybody gives mm-hmm. shit about. But post post crisis Aquaman since like eighty four something eighty five something like that maybe eighty six. He's been nothing but a badass. I like uh, another thing I like about Aquaman is with the. With Atlantis, how they kind of revisit that, like the old theory of the last of the lost continent mm-hmm. of Atlantis, mm-hmm. and how they like there's always you know, there's always a theory and there's you know multiple history things on it. It's almost like Thor. Or it's almost like Aquaman is kind of like a DC version of Thor. Yeah, not saying it's kind. Co- yeah, not not saying it's copy, but <coughs> but but Thor draws a lot from that Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. and Aquaman kind of draws from that you know for, for from that theory of Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, which, which I've always been fascinated with. I've, I've always, I've always found it fascinating, and it's, it's really interesting when you read up on it. I mean, it's, it's obviously not there, mm. but it's, it, it, it's always great seeing people get so deep into yeah. it and you know have all these types of theories and proof. I'm all for it. Plus that Indiana Jones game that was on the computer. That game sucked. That I'm was, sorry, dude. The Fate of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. That game wasn't good. <laughs> wasn't good. I can never get past the part where you kept talking to the guy because. Because I kept answering the questions wrong, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, Orm meets David, revealing that the submarine hi- attack was one was the one hijacked by David, hired by Orm to stage an attack from the surface to win Neris' support. Orm gives David a prototype Atlantean battlesuit to kill Arthur, imprisons Volko, and coerces the Atlantean the Atlantean kingdom of the fishermen to pledge allegiance to him by killing their king after he declines and forcing the queen and princess, who is next in line for the front for the, to the throne. To assemble their forces out of fear, which that's the time we get to see Jai Jai Ben Hansen. I mean, he's he, he's all CGI, but still Jai Ben Hansen. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see him again in Shazam. Oh yeah. What was it? Thinking? And in two Marvel movies. Yeah, but he plays the same character in both those Marvel yeah, movies, which I can never remember his name. Korath. Korath. An armored David rechristens himself as Black Manta and ambushes Arthur and Mera in Sicily. Grievously injuring Arthur before he's thrown off a cliff. Mera nurses Arthur's wounds as they seek the trident and encourages him to embrace his destiny as king. At their destination, Arthur and Mera fend off the amphibious monsters of the trench, and a wormhole transports them to an uncharted sea at the center of the earth. They are reunited with Atlanta, who was sacrificed to the trench for having Arthur, but had survived and escaped to the uncharted sea alive and well. The... I guess you can say the introduction of of, of Black Manta at that point, not just his uh, who he is when he's not Black Manta. That was great. Yes. Also, extremely comic accurate. Mm-hmm. And I, I have I have my my worries going into the movie because at at the time I hadn't seen any pictures of what Black Manta was going to look like. Really? Because they had um they had shared pictures and like Harry's team uh, was it. Uh... Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, that but I then, think it was. I don't remember them actually. I don't. I don't remember seeing him a actually in of the him costume in the full oh, armor. Yeah, you know, because I think it was. I think it was. I the, think it was uh, him on his workbench when well, he yeah, was I putting think stuff together. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, who was the uh, Who was the Atlantean? He was the Asian guy. Um, who guys? He 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 put his head in the toilet. Um. um 
I am not sure what his name is, but I know he was he was uh, like the right hand man to uh, in the to comics. Orm. He can breathe air, yeah, because he's part of the high. He's he's hybrid, right? The, whatever they call hybrid, him. hybrid. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he can actually breathe oxygen. Mm-hmm. So that that's like really the only like thing they actually didn't get comic accurate. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all right. I mean, it didn't really. No, yeah, it, but it, I'm, it, I'm just I'm just saying if, if I if I was gonna nitpick, mm-hmm. he could, and I actually think he has the hydrokinesis power too. My memory serves me right. I'm not 100 sure, yeah. but I, I don't. It's not. It's not. Mara's not the only one that has that power. No. I think he does, and he can breathe air too. Yeah. Uh, I love her manipulating the wine. Yeah. Into the uh, spikes. That's right. That, and, and, and and that was directly from Throne of Atlantis. Yeah. Because she does that. Uh, she does the exact same thing, but not not with wine. But she does it on the island. Yeah. Um. But that whole thing in Sicily. Mm-hmm. The, the, that's the, great. The, the fight. I even like the little romance that's going on between them when she's like eating the roses and she's yeah. like, oh, you want to try? He's like, oh, I'm not going to make you look like an idiot. Yeah. You know, so he just does it too. I think so. he's, I, think, I don't think that's the first time he's ever ate, uh, no. stuck rose petals in his mouth. No. This is, this is a classy guy. He's going to do all that. Um, oh, that hurts so the, bad. The, the, I, I like the, how it would, how it would, Almost seamlessly cut between the one-on-one fight between Black Manta and Arthur yeah. into Mera being chased, yeah. chased yeah. which is a, a a great chase scene. Yeah, I remember when that. It's, remember that first trailer came out. Yeah, and it, that, that was like a major part of that trailer. We were just we were floored immediately. I was on board from this the moment they announced Jason Momoa playing Aquaman in, in the Snyder in, in Justice League. Well, no, in Batman, technically Batman vs Superman. That's what I wanted to bring up. What? Um... Jason Momoa voicing a live-action Frosty the Snowman. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I am too. Like I said when I posted on Facebook, can the hottest thing in the world voice the coldest thing in the world? Yeah. We'll find out. I mean... There are people bitching about that too. What are they bitching about? That we're getting a live-action Frosty or that Jason Momoa was the voice of it? I have no fucking idea. Frosty's wholesome. I don't think there's any reason anybody should bitch about anything. I'm I'm tired of cancel culture. They can fuck themselves. I don't... I don't think you... uh, I, I don't think they're complaining the right way on this one. Um, but the trench, that that shot is amazing. That is a great that where where all you get is the light from the flare, so you just vaguely see the monsters unless yeah. they're right on top of them. Mm-hmm. That that's great. That just blew me away. I know, like I, I know it's CGI. Yeah. But you don't think of it as yeah. CGI. This is great. Also, another little thing there when he's on the boat when his wounds are dressed. Uh, Amy actually brought this up to me because I don't watch Game of Thrones and I haven't seen any Game of Thrones but you have I've seen the first season well, yeah, well, well then you know this apparently like the, the wounds that he dressed that was where he got wounded uh, that he died from in Game of Thrones on his arms? yeah or in like the shoulder blade in like the shoulder I don't remember him having an injury in the shoulder in the movie I know that's how where he got stabbed in uh, Game of Thrones because I, I, I think it was the first spot where he got hit with the uh, sword. Oh, okay, okay. Because I remember he, yeah. I remember his forearms got burnt. Yeah. In, in the but, movie. Like, yeah. But he got hit. I, but I don't actually don't think I realized that he had the, the wound up there on the shoulder. Yeah, and you explained it because the first time she saw it, she started laughing. I was like, what? She's like, that's where he got wounded on Game of Thrones that he died from. Hmm. I was like, oh. Hmm. So, I didn't, I didn't know, but I, uh, I love that trench scene. Yeah, I do too. It's, yeah. It doesn't show you everything, but it doesn't need to show you everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there, yeah. and we're still apparently that spinoff of the trench is still in development. Um, I don't, I don't need it. I'd rather them just start working on Aquaman too. Well, I know they're. I think they're doing both, but I think I don't think he's going to be, and he's not going to be in the trench sequel. I think that's going to be designed as like a horror movie, mm-hmm. 
just based on just based around like the hmm. like that from the comic, hmm. which I can which uh, that could work even like put on a DC with, Black label with, without bringing like uh, without bringing Aquaman or the other Atlanteans into it. You can yeah. basically just make it to where like oh fishermen have gone out to this spot and they don't come back and no hmm. no one knows why and then hmm. you know you can kind of make it so something like that. I mean if if, if James Wan's company is behind it, yeah, you know speaking of speaking of make it work. Aquaman 2 should be starting well if we can get this fucking pandemic on under control because Aquaman 2 is supposed to come out in 2022 yeah it's still it's it's still scheduled for I mean, still got plenty of time it's still scheduled for December 16th 2022 yeah it's still got plenty so of time that's 18 yeah this shit needs to be cleared up because months. I want to be at New York Comic Con in uh, 2022 when it's leading up to this fucking movie yeah seriously uh, <coughs> excuse me Arthur faces the Karathan, a a mythical Leviathan, keeper of the Trident, and voiced by the great Julie Andrews. (laughs) I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm just angry that she didn't sing it all. Yeah, she can't sing. She can't sing. She's actually, she's, she's admitted she can't sing anymore. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Didn't she turn down a cameo in Mary Poppins? I think she did because, there was some she, because sort of, she was because she she was mad at them for some reason. She was mad at Disney for some reason, and they they were like, "Oh, she, she was like she basically was like fuck you." And then I she, think James it, Wan was like, "Hey, you wanna wanna I, voice this monster?" She's like, "Sure." I think it might have been something with maybe like with the rights. Some there there was there's something behind the scenes with that movie. Yeah, yeah, and and she was mad. About something it's like she wanted to be in it, but they only wanted her to be in a cameo. I, I really can't remember off the top of my head, but there they, there was some sort of uh, issue between her and Disney. I think it might have been something. I, she, she may have wanted to just can, keep playing Mary Poppins, possible. But I also think um, it had to do with it, it might have had to do with um, oh I can't remember the woman who created Mary Poppins uh, something Travers because mm-hmm. uh, she died. And they were never going to make a sequel while she was still alive. And they waited to make that sequel because she hated the original movie. Right. And um, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that they wait. They they, they basically wait for her body to be cold before they announce the sequel. Yeah, that might Is have been it? it. That could that could have been the reason. Yeah. I'll, yeah. If you if you watch the movie with Tom Hanks and uh, uh, who plays uh. Oh, uh, Emma Thompson. Uh, Emma Thompson. The Saving Mr. Banks one? Or yeah, yeah. Or it's a great movie, but it's absolutely told from the side of Disney. Yeah. Absolutely told from the side <laughs> of fucking Disney. It's definitely not from the side of her, because as far as I know, she hated she hated the movie. She hated all the fucking musical parts to it. So Arthur faces the Karath and voices his determination to protect both, both Atlantis and the surface. Proving his worth and reclaiming the trident, which grants him control over the seven seas, Orm and his allies lead an army against the Crustacean forces of the Kingdom of the Brine to complete Orm's preparations. As Orm declares himself Ocean Master, Arthur and Mera, with the assistance with the assistance of Carathen and the Trench, lead an army of marine creatures against him. Orm followers embrace Arthur as the as the true king upon le- learning he wields Atlan's trident. Arthur defeats Orm in combat, but spares his life, and Orm accepts his fate after discovering that Arthur has rescued their mother. Atlanta reunites with Thomas while Arthur ascends to the throne with Mera by his side. I'll get to the mid-credit scene after we get to this. Mm-hmm. That's the essential end of the movie, but there is a uh, mm-hmm. there is a credit scene for that as well. Um, when he first emerges from that waterfall, 
in the Aquaman costume, mm-hmm. blown away. Yeah. I'm very happy that they went with the classic style suit. Yeah. Um, because I didn't love the armor he wore in Justice League. I liked the armor he had on in Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but not Justice League. Uh, I just wasn't a big fan of it. Um, but I love the class. I've always loved the classic style of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've become a very, like I said earlier, I've become a very big Aquaman fan. Uh, I, I may have some problems with Jeff Johns now from everything we've learned about some of the behind-the-scenes shit. I have them, problems but, with Jeff Johns as a person, but yeah, not about his work. As a comic book writer, he's, he's t- top three best in the world. It, yeah. it, it's really hard to get better than Jeff Johns when it comes to writing comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to say everything I've heard about behind-the-scenes is correct, but it's Grace Randolph, and I, I believe... I don't, I don't agree with her poli- all her politics, but she is 90% right about DC. Like, everything, everything she says, it comes mm-hmm. true. And yeah. So if, if she says it's true, then I'm going to mm. probably lean on the side of belief That's, that he's kind of a scumbag. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll trust her. But as a comic book writer, he's phenomenal. I have to thank him. Yeah, and you heard because about... Because he's the reason why I got into Aquaman, because yeah. of the Throne of Atlantis. Yeah. And you heard about the stuff with uh, Ray Fisher and Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. Where, so. and, then you know, and then he said, it's like, oh, like, like, like Jeff Johns enabled him. It's like, well... It's like, well, well, knowing what we know from how Zack Snyder got hosted, I mean, it's 100% plausible. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, because, you know, it's like, oh, we, we should get the director of the Avengers. Well, you, you you can't direct yeah. the Avengers like you do, or you can't direct Just League like the way you direct Avengers. It's two different tones of the movie, and the characters aren't the same. Yeah. Like, would rather have... They don't have the same feel. Joss Whedon would have been a great director for, like, a Justice Society of America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would have oh, been yeah. perfect for that. With uh, yeah. where like Alan Scott is your uh, yeah. is your Green Lantern and, um, and Jay Garrick, Garrick and Star Girl yeah. and yeah. Uh, Wildcat and all that. Yep. So I mean, but and that and that ending battle underwater. Phenomenal. I think uh, not to sound too uh, if you a little odd, but uh, I do love that kiss with him and Mira. Good. Underwear and like she's got her leg up around him, and the camera just kind of circles around. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good shot. So uh-huh. in, in of itself, that's right before she shit in Giant's bed. That's right after she shit in Giant's <laughs> bed. Not only did she do that, but she also used her shoe and smeared it in there. Mm-hmm. She said, "Fuck your mm-hmm. bed." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, our our uh, old friend John Reese Davies. Yeah. Uh, base, of course, he had <laughs> basically just playing his character from Lord of the Rings, but as yeah, a, a but as a crustacean. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he, his voice is so distinctive too. Yeah, like the, as mo- as the moment I heard that, I was like, "Zombie Davis." Yeah, even though he was in it, but it's yeah. Davis. <laughs> Davis. Great. I, I'd love to meet him someday too. Me too. I I mean, really he, would. he he does the convention. And, and then, and then I got a. I, I'm in the dilemma. Do I have him sign a picture of Sala or do I have him sign a picture of Pushkin? Oh shit! Or both. Bo- our, Both. Our uh, our Bond fans would say go for Pushkin. But I think me as Indiana with Jones you as, fan. The, as Indiana Jones fan, I say you go solid. I probably have him sign both. I mean, yeah, but like most of them will usually do two pictures. Yeah, I, I don't I, see. I, any but reason. he's a great actor, and I'd love to meet him. What'd you think of the of the final fight between Arthur and I it was Orn? Great. I love um, the fact that it was on top of the overturned w- w- a vessel. I don't I don't remember what kind of vessel it was. Yeah, because um, they never show what, what it is. So. I think it's fantastic, and everybody just kind of rises to the surface, and then um, they watch the fight, and it's just yeah. it's just fantastic. 
it, it's it's great. I, you know, we didn't touch on it. I love all the flashback scenes between Volko and and young Arthur. Yeah, those are great, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially when uh, I don't know he, what de aging CGI they use on Willem Dafoe, but I mean, it, it's very possible we, we, Willem Dafoe probably came out that C, CGI te, uh, technology himself. I mean, he, he is something of a scientist. He, he, is, he is something of a scientist. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I mean, it's it was also great to see Willem Dafoe come back into a comic book movie. Yeah, I mean, and the thing great. is, everybody was... and, and to be just as good as when he was Norman Osborn. Yeah, and the, the crazy thing was, I remember that there were rumors going around that he was going to be cast as um, the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. was it the Joker? I think he shot, but he shot those know. rumors down, said that nobody ever asked him to play Joker. I no, think it's something was, online. He was that, being. He was being. Rumored to be playing another character in the DCEU, but then mm-hmm. then he got announced as Volko, and everyone was really disappointed. And I'm trying to remember what character he was being linked to, and I really, really can't remember who it was. I want to think it was like Brainiac or something like that. Oh shit! But I don't, I don't remember. I really don't remember. Yeah, um, I don't. I know, I know. There were like some early reports that apparently he was. They approach him to to want to be Joker in Batman '89, but he shot those down. He's like, nobody ever asked me about that. He's like, they did ask me about playing Bruce Wayne, yeah. but they did not ask me about playing uh, Joker. Um, but yeah, like I said, there was definitely he was definitely in the in being reported as to being like almost signing on for a, a role, mm-hmm. and then it came out that it was Volko, but it wasn't Volko that they were that it was reported that he was mm-hmm. going to be on. But I, don't I can't wait that. to see what scenes they have of him in the uh, Snyder Cut. Yes, because his scenes were cut from the. I'm so excited for the Snyder Cut. It's just, it's, and I think we're excited about it because it's it's the culmination of watching this movement just grow yeah. and have people like John Campion yeah. shoot it down left right. It doesn't exist. It's never going to happen. Just stop, you know, just stop yeah. whining about it. The, and then it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Him, yeah. Fuck John Campion. And then um, there's a YouTube channel called Complicast Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was adamant that didn't exist. And hey, Armin, if you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. Because you are not only are you a shill, you are a clickbait artist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like better than anybody I've ever fucking seen. So you can go fuck yourself. And I'm glad your page has been hemorrhaging fucking followers for the last four years <laughs> because your 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 reput- your reputation is in the toilet. The bullshit you've been pulling for four years. Yeah, who else reputations in the toilet? John Campbell. JJ Abrams. Yeah, fuck him, dude. Fuck JJ Abrams. There it is. It's one. It's my one for one per show. There's your one per list. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the guy on uh, what culture? Jules. Jules. Yeah. I like him. He's great. Uh, the mid credit scene: David is rescued by Doctor Stephen Shin, a marine sci- a marine scientist, a conspiracy theorist obsessed with Atlantis, ag- and agrees to help Shin there in exchange for help with. In exchange for helping Black Manta and his revenge against Arthur, mm-hmm. so it looks like in the sequel we'll get the return of Black Manta and and Stephen Shin, which I'm sure they'll probably bring in somebody else as well, because um, I mean he's just he's just a he's just a mortal. Yeah. So yeah, they're, I, I, you can't. I don't think you'll be able to do an entire movie just him fighting Black Manta. Mm-hmm. Um, that's no disrespect to Black Manta because Black Manta's an awesome villain, yeah. but uh, you got to have something a little more. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm assuming at some point we'll see Orm show back up as a villain again. Um, it's gonna happen. Um, yeah, we'll probably get a trilogy of Aquaman movies at least. I want more than three though. 
Yeah. Just give us a TV show. Give us an HBO Max TV show. No, give, just give me six movies. Ten. Twenty years. Just have Jason Moore do it for twenty years. He'd do it, too. Yeah, he would. He don't care. Yeah. He doesn't care at all. All right, it. so uh, that's the end of that's the, end the of review. That's now, it. sir, favorite scene in the movie? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, favorite scene of the movie... I think it's going to be um, them traveling to the trench underwater okay. with the uh, flare. It's, it's a great Sheen. It, Sheen. Sheen? It's a great Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and Martin Sheen. I love you in Wall Street. Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great scene. It doesn't show everything, but it shows just enough to know that there is. That there is it's just beautifully shot. Yeah. I, mean, I can't say enough about it. Um, mine is when, they, when she first takes it to Atlantis. And there's the the bridge. Oh yeah. Uh, and then when she when you first get the panoramic views of of Atlantis when they're in there, and it's, mm-hmm. I think it's just beautiful looking. It's absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful looking. Uh, least favorite scene? Do you have one? Yes. And it's not even that I dislike it. I just think it's kind of a weak part of the movie. Beginning when he's in the submarine. I didn't need the camera to slow down when he was walking through the steam. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that's, that's that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. That's a little too. Uh, how do I say? It? Um, who used to do that as a director a lot? John Woo. John Woo. A little too matrixy. I mean, if there was, like, I, I mean, didn't need I that. mean, if you replace the steam with doves, it's one hundred percent John Woo. Yeah. John could have just had him just, you could have just shown him walking through the uh, the scene. I didn't need it to be in slow motion. Yeah, just felt a little jarring. That was about it. Mm-hmm. So probably that in a great opening scene though. You know, what I mean, I, the, the opening scene is so great. But I I think I even I I rolled my eyes a little bit when I saw it by myself in theater. I think I even said it to you, I was like, "That's unneeded." Right. When we saw it. <clears throat> uh, let's see. My least favorite. I don't know if I particularly have one. Um, I don't have it's. It's not like a whole scene, but it's just like one part of the movie that uh, was kind of unneeded when, like, right before they activate the the um, the holographic device in the Sahara, mm-hmm. when it goes only when we say any words, like, oh, I could just peed on it. Like that was like good for a chuckle, but it's like, eh, yeah, I, I can agree to that too. Yeah. I mean, I I like that scene, John, because you learn about the history. Yeah. About of, uh, of Atlantis, you know, you know. Uh, plus, he had that giant holographic shot of Graham McTavish, who was King Atlan. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like the 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 joke about oh, I could have just peed on it. Like ah, I didn't need that. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't do anything for me. I didn't. I didn't need it. It was just kind of. Um, it was just kind of there. Yeah, I'll agree with that. <clears throat> um, I want to say b- before we give it our, our rating out of ten, I will say that. Um, Oh, Michael Beach plays Jesse Kane, uh, David's father. That's oh, oh, oh yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um, to the people out there who who like to, tr- to try to downplay this movie and saying it is a ripoff of Black Panther, um, eat a dick. That's what I'm gonna say because they're nothing alike. To to be fair, I don't think Black Panther is that great of a movie. Unlike this, which I think I think Black Panther is a good movie, but this is a great movie. Also, this is this is very much uh, 
true to the Throne of Atlantis story. Mm-hmm. Comic book and animated movie. So, which came out before Black Panther did. 2012. Well, yeah. Yeah. Black Panther came out three years later. Yeah. No, which five. Black Panther came out in 2017. Oh. All right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. It, was, it was the movie that led into Infinity War. The story, the story of Throne of Atlantis is 2012. I think the movie was 2014. Oh, the anime movie. Yeah, the anime yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which basically, like the the plot of Black Panther is essentially Throne of Atlantis. Sort of, but they are kind of different plots. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the, you know, they, they are kind of different plots. I mean, like, the, I just mean, like, the the whole feud between him and Killmonger, that's, like, Arthur and Orm. Yeah. Well, the good... Here's the, here's the thing. I'm, I'll, I'll give Aquaman well over Black Panther, was they killed Black Panther's two biggest villains in the first movie. Yeah. They have nothing for the sequel. That's why the rumors of using Doctor Doom is in, is there. It's, I, I don't want to see Doctor Doom fight Black Panther. I want to see Doctor Doom fight the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. That's their arch nemesis. Yeah. Is Doctor Doom. I mean, yeah, they'll bring in Namor and they'll have, they'll have Namor as a villain, but it's like... Well, I, could, I could buy that. I mean, I'll, I'll buy it, but Namor goes back and forth. I mean, he Yeah, can, he's, he's more of an anti-hero. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's, an, he's an anti-hero. But, 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 either, but, either, kept... but, either, but, but even if even if you use Namor, it's like, what are you going to do for your third movie? Yeah. Since everything has a trilogy nowadays. Yeah. What, Who knows? You know, is a... We have no idea what they're playing. Is Ulysses Claw going to come back from the dead? Yeah. But although, they, they... although, good luck, because that guy is now playing Alfred. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in the Robert Pattinson Batman. I, who knows what's going on with that? Because I keep hearing stuff too that 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 um that might be a one-off movie. I keep hearing now hmm. that they might actually not do a trilogy because they because of Keaton because they want Keaton to, they want Keaton to be in like six movies. We'll find out. We'll see between between standalone and him showing up in other films. They hmm. want they want him to be like the primary Batman. Who knows? Uh, hmm. As I was saying with uh, with Aquaman though. Hmm. They kept his two biggest villains because Aquaman doesn't have a massive uh, rogues gallery either. No. But they kept his two biggest villains alive mm-hmm. to bring them back. Take let's have him face King Shark. <laughs> yeah, they always bring the Dead King. Yeah, which which could work. So, so out of uh, out of ten, what do you give it? Ten out of ten. I don't, yeah, I, I mean agree. actually, no, I'll, I'll give you nine point five out of ten. There are a couple things I. Maybe I'll agree. Nine point five. Nine point five. Because you might might be one or two things I'm, I could be like, mm-hmm. okay, I can kind of do without it. But it's it's a damn near perfect film in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal, t- start to finish. Um, I mean, I mean, I've it, never seen a movie shot like this before. It's just I know it's CGI, <clears throat> but I suspend my disbelief so much and believe it's not because because it's a great like all the sets were real. Like when they when they were in the ship, under underwater when they were uh, meeting Volko, they actually they actually built that ship. For them to, uh, to to film on, right? So, and then everything else was CGI, of course. But just mm-hmm. it's such a phenomenal, phenomenal fucking movie. Agreed, I, I'm agreed. so excited for a sequel to come out. Um, I dis- mean, it, disappointed that it'll been a four year gap, but I'm. I mean, I'm it, excited. It, it it breathed some life into into that, the DCU because everyone I thought it was it, dead. I, honestly, I think it saved the DCU. <clears throat> now, for people like you and me who have liked all the DCU movies up to this point, mm-hmm. liked to love because. We both love Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. We both love Wonder Woman. I think we both love Man of Steel. You mm-hmm. love Man of Steel, don't you? Okay, mm-hmm. so we, so there was three. We both really like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Even though I, I, you like it more than I do, but I still really enjoy watching mm-hmm. that film. So, and we both enjoy the the, the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, we don't love it, but 
Same mm-hmm. thing with like Birds of Prey. I mean, it's there. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not. It, it, it's it's not memorable. I'll, I'll say that. It's, yeah. It's yeah. there. It's but there, this, but it's not like it's it's not a uh, it's not a franchise killing movie. Yeah. Actually, I need to give that Blu-ray to you guys because I haven't mm-hmm. even watched it because I don't want to watch it. Right, but okay. then the complete completionist in me wants to keep it, so I don't know. Got it for twelve bucks. I can't. Yeah, really let's keep it as a completionist. We'll but um, um, it did it. It absolutely saved the DCU because I think if this movie would have bombed. That would have been it. They would have completely rebooted the entire thing. Yeah, you know, and it came out, and I think it got, I got, it, you know, well, fuck Rotten Tomatoes for one, um, but it got low. You know, what I think it's like a sixty-seven. I think it's sitting out on Rotten so... Tomatoes. It's not, it's not rotten. It's, it's got the tomato, but it, it should be a lot higher than that. Um, and um, sixty-five, sixty-five. Um, but it, it made a billion dollars. The fans mm-hmm. predominantly love it. And, and here's and here's another here's the thing, and uh, I, 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 I'm not saying this as you know to to try and like stir the pot or mm. throw gasoline on a fire in an already tense situation that we're living in the world. Mm-hmm. It made a billion dollars without having to pander to a certain group of people, and yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that in a in in a, in a negative sort of way yeah. against those groups. No, but Black Panther was. Heavily, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say pandered, yeah. but it was, no, it, it, was, was heavily, it was marketed. It was heavily marketed to yeah. the black community. Yeah. Captain Marvel was heavily marketed to, to the female community. Yeah. Plus, with Captain Marvel, they 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 succeeded in convincing a lot of people that you need to watch this movie before you see Endgame. Yeah, which you uh, which I did not. You haven't even seen it, have you? No, I've not. I've seen it twice. I saw it once in the theater, and I saw it once and in the build-up to and Endgame. And it's, it's funny, because I didn't... It, Endgame wasn't ruined for me because I didn't see Captain Marvel. Because you didn't, because you didn't need, need to. to. What? Because the post... Oh, right. It came out right before Captain Mar- It came out before Endgame. It came that's out right. in between. It became that's in right, between that's right. Infinity War I, and Endgame. I watched it the second time when I went back and watched all the MCU movies in a chronological order, from starting with Captain, uh, Captain America... Ending with yeah. Spider-Man, but it was home, but it was heavily pandered to yeah. women, yeah. like that fucking trailer where they said yeah, her, hero, yeah, his, her, her, and then her, then it was her hero story, yeah, her hero, like her hero her story. One woman didn't need to do that. No, and it damn near almost made a billion dollars. Yeah. Now the problem like, is what I hear about Wonder Woman. I know we're, I mean, well, our review's done, but um, from what I've heard about Wonder Woman is um, the first two thirds of that film, which are perfect. Was Patty Jenkins and Zack Snyder, Thanks and then months. and then that last third that's kind of a kind of a mess mm-hmm. had a lot of uh, rewrites by Jeff Johns, uh, well, and I heard I've heard that from multiple people I trust on YouTube right. who have been right about like nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. and it's just like uh, that makes sense. Now I don't think the third act of Wonder Woman is awful, but it's really weak compared to the first two thirds. Oh yeah, movie. really weak. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hopefully, obviously Jeff Johns doesn't have a hand in Wonder Woman eighty four. So hopefully that's just a straight up Patty Jenkins film. Mm-hmm. I actually think Zack Snyder's got produ- producer credit on that too. I think you're right, and him, him, him and his wife. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, that is um, that's Aquaman, everybody. Yep, that's our review. Um, be sure hope, to yeah. be sure to follow us on Instagram at Multiverse Movie Podcast yeah. on Facebook Multiverse Movie Podcast. Yeah. Available on all the typical streaming sites, Anchor, Spotify, yep. iTunes, Google Podcasts. Yep. Uh, give, give us a like, give us a follow, mm-hmm. give us a subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a fan of James Bond, check out Station Level 7 Podcast mm-hmm. if you've just discovered us uh, here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And um, have a have have a good rest of your uh, weekend. Four day, three day, whatever you got. Yeah. Uh, as like as of right now, the recording this is is actually on the fourth of July. So, mm-hmm. um, enjoy your weekend, and we will see you next week. What are we recording next week? What's our what's our movie? We are recording the nineteen ninety seven. Oh yes, uh, epic. Yes, ten star movie <laughs> about. Two men who know so much about each other that the <laughs> that the only way for one to capture the other is to, to become, become him. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Face off. <laughs> the John Woo classic Face Off yep. is coming next week. Yep. So be sure to stay tuned for that one because uh, we are we are extremely excited about it. This will be our first trip into the uh, James or not James the John Woo universe. Which that is just a one movie trip, because I ain't watching Mission Impossible two. Yeah, he didn't do Broken Arrow, which we're definitely gonna. Re- re- oh, we're doing Broken yeah. Arrow. The nineties has. God damn! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy, Deke. Yeah, ain't it cool? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yep. Follow, and uh, we'll see you in the multiverse. It's week. We'll see you in the multiverse, but yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs>